Hey everybody, it's going off with Rap Critic and Muse. Before we get started this week, I just wanted to dedicate this week's episode in the memory of Sophie. Uh, immeasurable loss to the uh, pop music world. Her contributions have been all over the map, from pop to rap. I just want everybody, if you're not familiar with Sophie, maybe just go on Spotify and just look up a Sophie playlist. I'm sure there'll be some original uh, work in there, some stuff that she produced for other people, like for Charlie XCX or Kim Petras, just to name a few. <laughs> Do you remember a few weeks ago when I brought up there was a radio ad that was parodying uh, Two Princes by Spin Doctors, and it was for, <laughs> like, it was for State Farm. I'm not trying to give them a fucking, you know, they didn't pay for an ad here. Or anything, but... But yeah, I think I remember, yeah. Uh, they're back again. Oh, is there a part two? Not to be outdone, and not to pigeonhole themselves on just the adult contemporaries with a fucking mm. one-hit wonder, two-hit wonder from the mid-90s. Oh, no. They wanted to get in on that urban market also, so... Mm-hmm. They've got a couple more. I also heard parodies for... Hit 'em Up Style by Blue Cantrell. Oh wow! <laughs> and as just when I thought they were just doing one hit wonders, semi obscure. Oh no, they did one for Creep by TLC. Oh, they hit you with the <laughs> yeah that that was quite unexpected. Like when you say Blue Cantrell, Spin Doctors. Yeah, sure. like what? Okay, they could use the money. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I was like, you've got to be fucked, man. They are trying to get their toes in all the uh, different ponds on every radio station. They want to cast that broad net, and I don't blame them. You know, it's like, uh, I remember my mom uh, telling me about that, like, you know that uh, McDonald's got to have the commercial that's like, you know, yep. have it your way, the normal song, and then, when, of course, when they play it on the black radio station, it's got to be like, you know, sound a little more gospel you know, hold the pickets, hold the lettuce, hold the something, don't upset us, all we hope is that you let us have your way. You know what I mean? Like, they got to add a little flavor on the, you know. You know what I noticed when... <laughs> And when you hear an ad that's on a top 40 station compared to a radio ad that's on a a hip-hop or urban, as they call it, radio station, the only difference usually is there's usually someone yelling it. Maybe there's like a trap beat underneath it now, you know. There's, there's a fucking trap beat, and yeah, someone is just, if if you want to get a pick <laughs> too... It's always going to be yelling. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know whose note that was of, if it's going to be on the rap station, you got to keep that fucking high energy. Yeah, they're like, you got to make it sound like it might actually be a, a rap track on, on a playlist, you know? They, you have a trap beat, someone's yelling, you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's what they're doing with the State Farm ads. And, I mean, it's a, it's a smart enough approach, I guess, the have an ad that might confuse someone into not changing the station because they might think it's actually the song you're parodying. I heard uh, Bounty Paper Towels. Do Man, we got all the sponsorships this week. <laughs> they, they got another line of ads where they'll start playing a few seconds of a song and then the record will, like, scratch. So, for example, you got Juice by Lizzo, right? Uh, a song uh. that around here, unfortunately, didn't get any radio play, so... When I heard the fucking beginning of the chorus start playing, I was like, oh shit, what's going on here? This is weird. Why is the song starting to play right in the middle of the song? That's mm -hmm. odd. 
Yeah. And it, and it plays like half the chorus, and then it slows to a pause, and then a voiceover goes, Spilled your juice? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> so, of course, on the adult contemporary ones, you got UB40 with red, red wine. Uh, spilled your wine? Uh, you know what would be a good one uh, for the rap radio station? Play shit by future. And they'd be like, hey, talking about a hundred dollars, nigga, you ain't pop shit. Gotta wipe your ass, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's not exactly the most comfortable option, yeah. but hey. Hey, if they want to go for the urban market, they gotta commit. <laughs> <laughs> We've got two very, I'm just gonna say, interesting as hell. Oh, that's right. Uh, albums to talk about this week. I'm just gonna put this out there. I think you've gotta start with your boy Casey Veggies. Oh yes, oh yes, I agree as well. Yeah. You can't have the dessert or whatever Mm -hmm. you want to refer to the NASA album. You gotta eat your veggies first. The NASA album is quite the smorgasbord, so yeah, we gotta get our, you know, our, uh, you know, essential vitamins and minerals in beforehand, yeah. I know it's in the middle of a pandemic and it's not the smartest thing, and even in normal situations I wouldn't necessarily recommend it, but if you're going to a golden corral, right... Start with the veggies, you know, a little appetizer. You know? Man, those motherfuckers gotta just be closed now, right? Like, no, they're not. <laughs> Are you sick? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Who? What returning clientele is going? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> this was months ago. I saw the little marquee banner outside the the local Golden Corral no. say opening like opening again soon. I was like. No fucking way. This is <laughs> no fucking ago. way. <laughs> They've been back in operation for months now. Oh, man. I guess they figure if we just market to as many people as possible, <laughs> we get the most amount of people to come. And then when everything, all the shit goes south, we just close the company and, and you know, fire all the fuckers and, and fuck off to, you know, Jamaica. You know what I mean? Like, that's, not that's bad. just the plan. <laughs> I heard some places were doing the approach of instead of going up and filling your plate and bringing it back to the table. You gotta, you gotta like order like a waiter will come to your fucking table and you tell them everything you want. Who has ever gone to a buffet knowing exactly right. what they want when they get there? Exactly. Yeah. The whole point is that you go around and you go like, "Ooh, what is that thing over there? Okay, I'll take a little bit of this." You know, like I yeah. I don't know what they have. They might not have something up that day, or they might have. You know, it's not been filled yet. Unless they have the actual pictures for all the things on the menus, and don't be a bunch of lazy asses. You know what I mean? They yeah. actually show you the pictures of what the shit looks like. But we 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 can't be talking about uh, food in places that shouldn't be open right now. Let's talk about. <laughs> We've already given ads. We've given ad time to companies that didn't deserve or pay for it enough. That Golden Corral can fucking. Get in line, motherfuckers, <laughs> because the listener requested album reviews take priority. That's and right. this week, we have got to start with Sleeping in Class by Casey Veggies, requested by BMJ614. Thanks, BMJ614. It's Casey Veggies sleeping in class. That's right. Darren! <laughs> Oh. Who the fuck is this? <laughs> I'll tell you who this is. This is your boy from Odd Future. This My is boy. 
One, one, oh yeah, one of the label mates, one of the guys oh. that would, you know, and, and that was raising Kane in 08, 09 and letting you know that the future of hip hop was going to sound a little different than the way you thought it was going to sound in the mainstream. <laughs> a wasn't little it? different. Weren't they? Oh yeah, you had, uh, uh, you had, uh, Tyler the Creator came out. He's doing, Yo, yeah. I, I got a deep voice and I'm fucking your mom in the ass oh, while I'm, yeah, play, while I'm watching Adventure yeah. Time. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? You got that level. Then you got Shit Frank Ocean. In your mouth. Uh, yeah, then you got Frank Ocean. I want to sing oh. about, you know, uh, the love that I have and mm. the deep conflicting feelings that are going through. Okay, wow, you got things switching things up. Got Earl Sweatshirt. He's doing something a little similar, oh. but, you know, very lyrically. And then you've got Casey Veggies. How? And how <laughs> have I never. How have I overlooked this unassuming little wallflower? That is Casey Veggies. How has he not made a bigger splash? According to oh. this album, he was going to be the next big thing. And this oh. was a decade ago. Oh, and you can so tell he was trying to be the next big thing too, can't you? With with this oh, uh, uh, of the time, late 2000s hip-hop single production right off of the fucking production line with all of these songs, man. This oh, didn't my. feel like Odd Future. This felt Not like, at all! This felt like Lupe Fiasco worship. It felt like Lupe Fiasco trying to get the mainstream pop hit type of shit. Like, oh, that's yeah. What, yeah, it felt like a lasers level type of shit for sure. And yeah, exactly. Yes. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And like I'm Tiny Tempa ass. Right. And, and I'm listening <laughs> like, uh, wasn't this uh I'm sorry. I had to look and check sure this is the right guy. It's like Casey Veggie, Casey is it is it Casey Vegetables? Is that a different guy? Cause I could have swore the odd future crew was doing something a little bit more challenging than this. Oh like, little what yeah. In the fuck. <laughs> like this is this so feels like well, you know, I know that's that odd future group is where I started, but but see, we're gonna make you know a, a respectable top forty mainstream joints. See, I'm gonna bridge off from that, but I'm gonna be able to you know I I can have the the, the street cred of the foul mouth talking group, but you know I'm actually trying to get these you know you know top forty you know Billboard and rap chart hits you know with the with this production uh -huh. and these these fucking simple ass hooks. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, wow, just no flavor whatsoever. Say what you want about the odd future thing, and we definitely have and will. Yeah on this album with a special guest feature that that's coming up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah. you know, you are never bored. You were at least, like, you know what I mean? Like, like you may be offended, but you had a response, you know? I think, I think what, I'm, what I'm hearing is that you might have to pull a little bit of ranch or something <laughs> on these veggies because they're oh, tasting yes. a little bland. Yeah, maybe Dude. maybe some peanut butter, you know what I'm saying? You gotta make carrots. ants on a log, you know? <laughs> yeah, oh my god, man. Listening to this, oh, I couldn't believe it. Like, it, it, <laughs> <laughs> so, couldn't believe it is such a funny way to put it because, well, like, there's nothing know. on here that's bewildering. It's just <laughs> like, well, first of all... It's just underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta specify too because uh, BMJ six one four specifically requested the, the deluxe edition of the album. Oh, it, uh, oh, is this the specific one? Th it, these are the ones with the tracks that'll make you really understand the fifteen tracks that came before well, you know, it. it ties it all much, together. <laughs> basically, what were cut from the album were like things that obviously just weren't interesting enough, even less interesting than what is on the album itself 
you got a remix of Riding Around Town, so they're going to make you listen to that song. Oh, so again. I did hear the deluxe edition. Oh. <laughs> and uh, and you also got a Mac Miller feature out of the fuck. Why wouldn't you put that on the album? Anyway. Um, wow. So I did just, hear the deluxe. I did hear the deluxe version. And yeah. Spotify it has it all. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So who... The highest rated song on this album, and I'm gonna say it's probably it's probably because I didn't know what I was getting myself into, is the first track, and it's all downhill from there. Yeah. Can I just start with this shitty acting that starts out this this oh, intro track? Man. It's laughably bad. Keep so, it. <laughs> Casey Veggies or Mr. Jones in, in the context of this story that only really takes place in the intro track and isn't visited again throughout yep. the album. He's in cla- <laughs> he's in the hallway between classes, and he's talking to this girl, and you know, it's like, hey, okay, I'll talk to you later. All right, that that's cool. I'll I'll I'll, I'll hit you up. And then he goes to class, mm-hmm. sits sits down, and immediately falls asleep. Like yeah. The bell just rang for class to start. He literally ass hit seat, and immediately the teacher, excuse me, Mr. Jones, are you falling asleep in my class? Excuse me, Mr. Jones, are you falling? No, let me just leave. I'm, I'm tired, man. I'm falling asleep. And then it's just like, why are you setting up this? What even is this you're setting up? Like, I, yeah, this like, premise. You think it's supposed to be maybe something like, Oh, he's tired because he's just putting in so much work in the studio. You he know, he doesn't he's, even tell you why he's tired, really. Yeah, like he's just it, tired. Like if the album was set up and he was like late to class or something like that, and he was walking, he's like, and you know, he was making like you know, you hear everyone turn to him and go like, "Oh, he's late again." It's like, oh, okay, yeah, well, no, let's not make. You know what I mean? If there was something like that, and Everybody then you find knows out- Casey is the rapper. You know, he's putting in the work. Every, you know, you might hear some chattering in the in the classroom of like, "Oh wow, actually showed up to class today, Mister yeah. Wannabe <laughs> Famous Rapper." Uh. You know, something yeah. like that, and he's like, fuck you, man, I'm, one day I'm gonna make it, but first of all, I gotta right. sleep, because I'm tired. But, but no, it's just, excuse me, Mr. Jones, <laughs> are you sleeping in my class, Mr. Jones? Mr. Herman, Mr. Herman, <laughs> are you falling asleep in my class? Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, but, you know, uh. I, I almost... I almost was riding for it at the beginning because I had that feeling of like, <clears throat> excuse me, like, you know, I've had times where I was sleepy in class, so, you know, like, I was kind of... I'm tired all the time. I can relate. Right? So I I, I had that sort of like, oh, we're going to be a little hashtag later, but I was like, oh, so I was ready to ride with it, you know? But, eh. but then it just kind of drops the ball. No real, like, quotable lyrics, you know? Like, the first lyric... I have some, but not for good reasons. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're, yeah, one or two, you know? And, and, like, the very first line is... Nigga, we be on our shit. Call us cow manure. It's just the most obvious. Yeah! <laughs> right out the fucking gate! <laughs> I'm the shit. Put me in the toilet. Like, oh, fucking. <laughs> Jesus. Really? Setting yourself apart. You got the fucking chorus. Forever, forever, ever. Oh, my God. Forever, <laughs> ever. No! No! <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, really? That's where you're going. You've got the fucking balls, Mister. My mind stay racing. I swear I could run in Cuba. <laughs> Been shaded up lately, blowing hard like a tuba. Ooh. Casey, and then what was? You're gonna even step to Andre like that, right? And then oh, this is the fucking lyric where it was just like, okay, so I was trying to figure out like what his relation to his girlfriend was. Like, oh yeah, like my last girl was super, but I couldn't get through to her. I swear, I was oh. literally just trying to get into her. <laughs> so, so, oh. all right. So we started off saying, oh, I couldn't get through to her, but I was just trying to smash anyway. But yeah. you can't even have her. I'm the closest thing to her. Can you uh. can can tell you everything about her? Feel like I really uh. knew her. But if God could bless anybody, I swear I'd just choose her. Cause she's a good girl, just trying to stay true to her. Like what? <laughs> What's what? happening? <laughs> is, is she uh, a chick that's in the past, and you're moving from X to next, or do you know everything about her, and you wish everything could, you know, be patched up? Like I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Uh, if that's the highest rated song, l l let me check again. Yeah, it is. Wait, let me see what my highest rated oh, yeah. one. Uh, I'm curious. I liked Can I Live for the Mac Millerverse. Yep. That's, that's about it. <laughs> I thought the Millerverse was still kind of meh, it, but it had way more personality than anything. Personality. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't have to be the best person ever. Like, I understand, like, as I'm listening to this, I'm like, okay, this guy's not trying to be freaking Karis, whatever here. But you can still be competent. You can still be a method man, you know, where it's like, oh, he's not, he's not saying anything important, but it's so slick you want to keep listening. You know what I mean? And with uh, Mac Miller's verse, he goes like, he has this one line where he says, uh, he says, uh, bitches give me head trying to figure out how my cum tastes. I ain't talking about the jeweler. I'm saying, fuck Jake. iPhone on me for my sports center updates. And then you just hear him go like, uh, oh, hey, the Steelers won again. <laughs> like, there's just something oh, yeah. about the way he just, like, like, it sounded like he actually checked it. Like, he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I really got nothing to say about the original riding around town. Yeah, it's, it's fine. <laughs> nothing. But the fucking seven minute remix. With the same beat. It's the exact same beat, but but you gotta sit through even more Casey content mm -hmm. if you wanna hear that coveted Kendrick Lamar At the verse. Tail end. <laughs> Your boy got Kendrick. Well no, see, not even the tail end. He didn't save Kendrick for the end. This oh, is This is and I got I'm trying to think. In the six years we've been doing the show, I think this is the most pathetic thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Goddamn! Ken Kendrick gives this verse, which again, unfortunately, I don't think is worth sitting through the rest of the song for because it's still yes. not even all that it, good. It's around that time, uh, it's 2011, so this is around that time where he was just trying to sound like a chameleon and just mold to what other people sound like. And unfortunately, the yeah. person who's on the track with is Casey Veggies. <laughs> but yeah, yes, he's got to fucking wear that costume. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, what was your point? Yeah. Casey follows it up. <laughs> oh, Casey says, hold up, man. This is my song. Let me take it back real quick. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> hey, hold up, man! Hey. He thought he was gonna be the one to be like, oh, you're not gonna show me up. Now fuck your life, my dick is wet. Pause. Uh, yeah, hold up, man, it's my song. And then he follows it up with absolute shit. It's the funniest <laughs> thing!
<laughs> he seriously wanted to be like, hey, man, I heard what you did on that Big Sean song. You fucking... You, I don't even know if that's happened yet. It might it not have happened, happened yet. That, uh, yeah. Oh, man, I, I'm not going to let the same thing happen to me. <clears throat> I'm going to show up fucking Mr. Top Dog here, and then he just drops the ball, like, immediately. I just love... Hey, man! Like, he's tapping him on the shoulder, like he's fucking... <laughs> hey, I'm supposed to be the talent that's getting exposed here, okay? Let's not... Don't do too much, buddy. <laughs> Hey Biff, get your damn hands off her. <laughs> That's the fucking like the like the meek little like tapping on the shoulder of the bullet. Excuse me, <laughs> it's my album, please. <laughs> and I just want to say in general, like there's so many like wordplay on this album where it's just like it's the the rock simple thing of like here is a word that sounds like similar to that word, and I'm just going to say that word after the other word. And build that into what the next rhyme scheme is, but it sounds so freaking lazy. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, um, what's a what, what's an example? I wish I could have written one down. I, I have one. Um, it's on Euphoria two. Uh, clap, clap, clap your hands. Listen till you understand. Under pressure, change of plans. I'm on. I'm on. We do the damn thing, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I don't know where that thing just kind of fell apart. But that's you know, I I uh I went to Wikipedia because I was curious. I was like, um, I, I'm not trying to spoil anything for the next album, but I was like, I wanna see what the critics thought mm. of this of this it, it it's a mixtape. It's not even an official release, it's a mixtape. Makes sense. Yo! It was like unanimously praised. Please, no, get out of here! Look, I, I've I've got some quotes. I've got some quotes for you. Oh, it's like eight I, songs in a row about how I'm so gonna make it, you guys. But bitches ain't shit. But this girl was super loyal to me. Like, oh my god, how many times can you hear it? It's all over, dude. Um, <laughs> I hip hop wrote. Casey brings up a much more conventional flow and attitude with his work. His lyrical delivery was praised on iHipHop. They wrote, He works clever, turns a phrase, setting up decent punchlines, and flowing with a decent amount... Look, if you have to say decent that many times, first of all, that's, that's not praising, a by the way. A competent level of uh, <laughs> absmanship. He's, he's adequate. Um, this is the best one. This is the best one. Um, another quote, I guess this is also from fucking iHipHop? Jesus. That's all he fucking got. There is no denying that this kid's got some serious potential. Mm, oh, I, I think I'm denying that. <laughs> Where did he go? Where is Casey? Ah. This was the, this was 2011. This is 10 years ago. Yeah. What happened? Uh, there, there was nothing to, to... There's nothing here, man. Like, all the songs that clearly sound like they're trying to be, like, hit songs... And this is like, yeah, but that wouldn't hit because there's nothing that really stands out about that. You know what I mean? Fucking Hear Me Screaming is the only one I thought that kind of st stood out purely because it was like the the, ver the first verse is like, oh, girl, you suck dick so awesomely. Yeah, all that. What well, you used to do me wrong and I wouldn't get upset because when you gave me brain, girl, I swear you passed the test. Not a verse and a half later. I know you love me, grandma. You're my star, girl. You can't <laughs> speak to me, but I know where you are, girl. You what happened? 
What was that? He's talking about his grandma, like, being on a feeding tube she in the hospital. She said a cult. That fucking line. I want to put this whole verse through your feeding tube. Did you think that was sweet? What the fuck is that? On the same song, you're talking about getting brain. Two verses later. Hey, hey, Grandma, I know you're not, I know you can't hear me because you're in that coma. What? Oh, what the I, fuck? I found a way to, um, you know, put put these headphones on you so that you can hear the specific part that I dedicated oh. you. Oh, shit, skip past the first verse. Girl, you suck my dick so well. Oh, no, Grandma, don't listen. Oh, no, 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 no. What the fuck, dude? What in the world? There's so much whack shit on here. I've, I've got some other ones uh, written down, because honestly... Oh, lay it out. Um. Okay, so on let's see what's a good one get through the very next track mm. um i get my weight up they mistaken must have had spinach i just spit that shit out like bad dinner you suckers got punked yeah ash kutcher oh we breaking rhyme. trees down tarzan well, what <laughs> tarzan it's what that supposed to rhyme with <laughs> <laughs> this kid's got some serious potential. <laughs> How about them girls wasn't dancing, but now they all jumping. Mm. I said Jordans and the gold chain. Illmatic bumping. Nas did it first, and oh. now I'm about to tell him something. Oh, he about to tell him something. Listen up. Oh, step aside, Nas. I'll take it from here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we got it from here. Thanks for your service. <laughs> And that's the fucking track with Tyler on it, too, who just does nothing. Oh he does my the track Lord. no favors. Let's fucking talk about it. So, oh, man. <laughs> I saw this, like, I saw it was called DTA. I was like, what, down to anal? Like, what is <laughs> I was curious, too. I was a fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin fan in the 90s, and he had fucking DTA, don't trust anybody shirts. <laughs> right. I completely forgot that's what it stood for. But, but this was apparently supposed to be, it, it, like, a sort of like ad for a, a, a an underground brand in California clothing brand called DTA. Oh, yeah, I did not know that. Didn't pick that <laughs> up. <laughs> I no. wanted to ask you if you picked because yeah, the the, uh, the thing I found on Jesus it was like uh, DTA is a rogue status sub brand local to LA. Here, Odd Future is essentially oh. uh, a clothing commercial done in rap form, and I was like, I couldn't even fucking tell. <laughs> nope. Not at all. That a, went completely over my head. It sounded interchangeable with all the other songs, except there was a third verse where uh, Tyler, the creator, talked about fucking your bitch while watching Adventure Time. Like, you know, like, oh my fucking God. So, again, and I had I had listened to the song the first time and then came back thinking that, like, oh, wait, doesn't Casey Veggies also get in on some, you know, grimy, you know, fucked up, like, wordplay? It's like, and he kind of does it. It's really no. just Tyler at the end, and it just feels even more awkward for that being there, because it just feels like, oh, you were just doing this normal song, and all right, well, here I come to do this shit. And then, yeah, when he fucking... Doesn't fit in at all. And he comes out the gate with this awful, like, I get it, you're, you're being immature on purpose, but there's, like, there's immature and, you know, being funny, and there's just fucking goofy. Like, the lyrics yeah. are just, uh, hey, girl, what's your name? Do you want to suck a dick? Who am I? Uh -huh. Wolf Haley? Yeah, I'm known for punching bitches <sighs> in the fucking brain. Do you want to give me some? No, you don't. Why you won't? Oh, you're a fucking nun. Didn't mean to offend. Oh, you're 
you're a lesbian. So I'm guessing you don't really like to put your trust in men. Who do I trust? Um, heroin addicts and teenage mutant ninja turtles. Yeah, I can count on them. I wanted to put that whole quote out there. Just, just, yeah, I can just, count on them. Just so you can enjoy the ridiculously goofy like nature of this fucking verse where it's like, oh, I said I trust crack addicts in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ooh, tee AI cut up. It's just so like over the top dumb that like I can't even enjoy it because I can't believe it in any capacity. And then half the fucking verse is just about like, oh, you want to suck my dick? Oh no, you must be a nun. Oh, you're a lesbian? <laughs> like no one wants to fucking hear this. You know what you just reminded me of? Fucking Mac Miller also does a Oh, you a lesbian bit in his oh, yeah. verse. Yeah. Is that why it didn't make the cut? Because Casey was like, ah, we can't have the exact same bar mm, one on too two many different guest jokes. verses. And he looked at them side by side and went, hmm, which one's going to make the cut? The Mac Miller verse or my label mate? Fuck, well, I got to give it to Tyler. The one about punching bitches in the head. Oh That's got to make the cut. Oh, my God. And then the way Oof. the fucking song ends with the, like, no homo swag uh, swag oh leave this look, in the early 2000s where it fucking belongs <laughs> i mean it doesn't help that this album does sound extremely dated but yes. man the fucking swag swag oh, oh i laughed so when that came up it was just like how is he trying to stick out from anybody else at the time well, this th- is so trying to pass, trying to fit in garbage. Well, and the weird thing about, like, Odd Future is, like, them doing the swag, swag thing. I remember, like, kind of actually catching on to the idea. It's like, oh, well, they're doing it ironically because, yeah, like, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's such the rap thing to do. So how uh, we're saying swag, swag, but we're making these lyrics that are actually not for mainstream radio at all. But we're saying swag, swag. But, like. Here, you are trying to play for mainstream radio, so it doesn't work as a joke for you to say, swag, swag, because that is what the Jay-Z song sounds like, so, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, ba ba looking it over, trying to see if I forgot anything. Um, <laughs> um, the only other thing I had is that the absolute worst song on here is I Be Over Shit. I oh, be, I be you over and me both, bro. That got a fucking I... zero. Get out of it. I'd be over shit. I'd be, I'd be over shit. Oh. Take it, nigga, girl. Next day, I'd be over. Dude, Oof. like, if you don't sound interested, I can't get interested. I'm really realizing that. There like, are multiple <laughs> songs on here. He sounds so fucking bored. It's like, why should I care? You can't even be bothered. I'm sorry. I thought you were losing sleep because you were staying up all night working on the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> you were spending all your energy in the studio. Doesn't sound like you are, bro. <laughs> no, absolutely not. There's fucking songs where he tries to sing choruses. And he sounds like either unsure of himself or like... You've got so many fucking guests on here. You couldn't get someone to fucking sing a chorus for you? You fucking had to do it? Virtually none of these hooks hit. The only no. time I liked it was when there was another woman singing. Yeah, that like, one worked, oh, that actually. Cool. Yeah, I can't remember which freaking what it was. But, like, every time yeah. it was... What, what was that? Uh, go Head. I, oh, that was the worst one. It was like, hey, girl, we can go in and do what we gotta do. Ain't got time for no plan like... Hey, girl, we can go in and do what we gotta do. Ain't got time for no plan like... It's like, that's your hook? That was nothing. I remember that also might have the worst guest verse from Man. The fucking Man with two ends. The fucking dude who uh, 
who rode the wave of the JR train. Because oh. I remember him specifically, he had that song where it was sampling, because you know that motherfucker was sampling all the 80s too. So that's the one where he was sampling the most obvious one of all. I can't new wait, shoes? new shoes. Like, of course you go with that wait. one. <laughs> like, oh, the only reason that guy s- stuck out to me is because, like, wow, he is, like, the most generic, like, name you could choose, man, with two ends, <laughs> using the most generic thing you could do in, like, the late 2000s, just get JR for, like, an 80s sampled loop. Like, yeah, this guy's sticking around. <laughs> um, I got what feels like a generous one and a half. Oh, me too, one and a half, for sure. Yeah, this did not stand up at all. This is one of the most dated things I've heard in a while. And that's and that's coming from a guy who listened to the Spirit of Apollo this week. <laughs> uh, Spirit of Apollo by NASA requested by Justin. Thanks, Justin. Um, so this is North America, South America. Um, it's mm-hmm. a duo. Interestingly enough, we've got Sam Spiegel who is a DJ, producer, composer. He is one half of... Oh my god. He is one half of NASA, and he is also the brother of Spike Jones. Oh. Which might explain some things. That explains the fat lip experience. I was gonna say, that's going to explain some things. (laughs) Fat lip was like... Hey man, Spike, stop filming me doing like living my shitty life. Could you please just like get one of your friends to help me out? You know, get, give me some residuals for a track. And he's like, fine. There's this track that my brother's doing. You fuck with them. He'll he'll help you out. I'll put you on this compilation album way too many times. Um, <laughs> so I'm just gonna call it what it is. This is a compilation album. This. Oh I, yeah. I, like I know it's supposed to be. Like, when you buy a DJ Khaled album, like, <laughs> yeah, it's a DJ Khaled album, but all of the songs are going to be featuring, you know, an actual guest star to rap over it or sing over it. So you've got these dudes producing, and you've got star talent just all fucking over this thing. Um, I'm sorry, you just you just flashed my brain, I just went like, wait, buying a DJ Khaled album? Wait a minute, who the fuck buys a DJ Khaled. I mean, like, you look I at fucking, uh, what was that song? The fucking Chance the Rapper, Lil Wayne, Bieber, mm-hmm. I'm the One. Oh. He, you know, DJ Khaled just assuming he'll have so many hits, people will think it's like a now that's what I call CD and they'll pick it up. Like, because who's buying it? Like, oh, I've got to hear what DJ Khaled's bringing to the table. No, you're here for the myriad of singles that they're going to stream on Spotify to try to get the hit. Like, who, literally Pop the only star. people who could be buying those albums are confused aunts and uncles yep. trying to buy something for their kids. <laughs> they're like, uh, don't they like that DJ Khaled guy? He, he screams on their songs every now and then. It's like, no, mom, I only like the single because it had the guy that I like on it. God. I had fucking Drake. <laughs> I'm not here for fucking DJ Khaled. What are you talking about? <laughs> but yes, let's get to this album. So Where do we even start? It, Holy shit, I guess well, the beginning. Yeah, let's start the intro because it's like it starts off kind of promising. Like it's like sa- it, it, it's doing this thing where it's sampling all these different um um you know, like clips and movies and television shows and all yeah. these sort of like you know things in order to like spell out what the album's about. But it's like that sort of thing where it's like you know like uh, NASA has come together. You know the meeting of the minds. Who this and like oh it's an actual clip from NASA, but they're talking about themselves on the album. I thought that was a little bit of a clever way to do I that. Liked you know that, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, oh, this is kind of promising. We're going to get some creative shit. 
Then we get to The People Tree, which I don't know about you, but I really enjoyed this song. It threw me the fuck off. Like, it was just so odd and very discordant strange. at first. But then when I heard David Byrne, like, mm. he... He made it come together, you know, where it was just like that. Oh, this is the weird place we're going. And then fucking Charlie Tuna with some actually pretty dope fucking rhymes, especially at the end where he like just started like really like it was like a sort of like if man could talk to God, like what were the answers that God would give back? And it was like the answers were actually kind of like, huh, that that actually sounds like that makes sense. <laughs> it was like, what was it? If I quote, he says, uh. He's like, uh, why do we die so you can live? Why do we strive so you can win? But why do you defy every truthful word that I recommend? My question back, why do you recommend and throw temptation in so I can test your patience and tolerance in the face of sin? But why a test when you hold all the answers to the state we in? For you to bear witness to the imperfections of mortal men. So it's a lesson and a blessing. Journey back to where you've been because before the tree can flourish, the seeds must be, must be planted in. And it was like, that's what, I mean, I probably could have done a better job at illustrating the difference of the voices. But... <laughs> <laughs> that different but yeah you um yeah man um this, this album really does and i'm not you know i was gonna say it starts off strong oh man this album is di- it's it's difficult quite um, the mixed bag <laughs> it if, if i can if i can be blunt and you can take this however you want oh go off king <laughs> it, it it's a mess um, yes, yes, it In is. that you've got too many people. And mm-hmm. and in that way... Too many sounds. <laughs> too many cooks. Too many cooks. <laughs> For sure. It's, it's overflowing with guest stars to the point where they don't always make a cohesive track where it's like nah. okay this one guest verse works right here and then it's jutted up against another feature that makes no sense in comparison like sometimes the transitions work sometimes they don't on a as a whole a lot of these songs kind of like the casey veggie songs aren't really about anything they're just kind of yeah. there like if I you've mean- got a thing you're trying to do about you know either space or religion it doesn't come up enough to make it a kind of through narrative. Yeah. I mean, at fir- like I said, at first I enjoyed it because I-, I like the people tree. And then going after that is money, which it was a solid enough, like enjoyable track. I like the Jamaican chat and that was going on again. Like you said, like Chuck D felt out of sorts with this. But only worked purely because, like, well, it's a message song. So, well, Chuck D's got to say his thing. But, yeah, it did kind of feel like, I mean, he doesn't really rap over, like, these type of beats. But, all right. You know? Yeah, it was that sort of feel. Um, NASA was the only... NASA music? That was the only one that actually was like, okay, this actually fits in the pocket. Because you had Method Man doing the hooks and the, yeah. some of the verses. And fucking E-40 with his, like, like just really, like, you know, with the voice that sounds like this. With his really butter. With the way he fills it out. You know what I mean? So, like, you just want to hear what he's saying. And so it's just, like, these two interesting voices from two different sides uh, of the map. Like, that's cool to hear because these guys have such interesting flavors. Flavor, and it's cool to hear it mixed together. You know what I'm saying? I thought they, yeah, I, I thought they are the best combination. I really yeah. liked E40. I'm never really bowled over by Meth. I've never been his verse. Really? Kinda, okay. Um, mm. I liked his longer verse towards the end. He has a really yeah, short end, verse yeah. at first that's like nothing. 
Um, his verse later is pretty good. Money, if I can work backwards. Um, I liked it, except for that you've got David Byrne, who is saying some pretty Oh yeah, he comes in again, doesn't he? And he's saying some interesting shit, and then it's just like, followed up immediately with like the most boiled down to money. Money, 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 money. Money You're is so the root right. of all the... Like, really? <laughs> like, is, like, that's the fucking bottom line? Like, he was just saying some really, like, weird cryptic shit, and that's what you follow it up with. And this, I, I, I hated the... Uh, the one dollar bill, that George Washington. Two dollar <laughs> bill, that, Jeffer- that Thomas Jefferson. Five dollar bill, Abraham Lincoln. $10 bill, Andrew Jackson. It continues. $20 yeah, bill, Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. Like, big like giant or small like dwarf. Small like dwarf or big like giant. $50 bill, that's a Ulysses. What is that? I hated that. Yeah, you can so tell he was like trying to figure out what to say next. He's just going through his fucking wallet. What are you doing? <laughs> He's just flipping through, looking at the faces. I was like... This is just taking up time. This is nothing. Um, <laughs> I liked what David Byrne... I mean, Talking Heads are one of my favorite groups, so putting David Byrne on here is fucking cheat code. I thought it worked with the beats, though. I thought he was a natural fit. I liked the concept of people growing on trees, either, like, metaphorically or... Right. You know, I mean, there was the weird thing about him saying he, he's going to eat the people because they're so delicious. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> is, uh, this a, is this a god god or like evil like Grecian god who's like, right, I'll do whatever yeah. the fuck I want? <laughs> I couldn't figure that out particularly. Um, way down. I like the concept of this one. You've got Barbie Hatch, who I have no idea who that is, but I thought she sounded good on this track. Saying that, like, oh, I'm going down, I'm going way down. You find out that it's like she's in love with the devil, who on this track is portrayed by RZA. This Lana Del Rey production, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't can't even get too mad at it because it was kind of technically RZA's sort of dark cinematic production that kind of made this a thing when you think about it. Because, like, it was the Kill Bill soundtrack that kind of, like, everyone now has to do the slowed down version of, you know... So that kind of comes from, but at the same time, it's kind of like wearing out its welcome at this point because it's like it's a it's a trick at this point. Like, oh, you make the guitar sound really gritty, and you know, you you make it sound like it's really no 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 no. Like, yes, yes, that's how you do. That's how you make it sound like that. Uh, uh twelve reasons to die production. Like, we're getting, it, you know what I mean? Um, but you know, and then uh, I kind of wish Rizzo's verse would have come in a little sooner because it, it, we were just kind of like treading water with what was yeah. happening. After a while. But then when RZA does come in, it's like this thing where, like, RZA is this great producer who knows how to make everyone's voice sound great but his own. Yeah. And, like, his voice always sounds like it's not finished mastering it yet. I feel like we say this every time we review a song with RZA where it doesn't sound good and his delivery is always kind of clunky and awkward. Like, I gotta get these marbles out of my mouth before rap. Like, <laughs> he doesn't sound nearly as bad as fucking Casey Veggie's fucking <laughs> just the goddamn, like, donkey lips from Salute Your Shorts spitting all over the mic sounding <laughs> gross. Fucking RZA, not that bad. But yeah, I, I, I couldn't, um, 
I couldn't not notice that either. Yeah, he he comes back again later. But first, we gotta get to hip hop. Uh, oh yeah, the old school. So you know he had to get KRS One uh, to do a fucking one rhyme scheme for a whole verse. Oh my god! <laughs> so let's go with the flow of an older pro. Y'all know the show. All you hear is oh and whoa, and of course, hi. <laughs> Dude, hey, yo, turn on my flow. I'm hip hop. You don't know. You too slow. You're oh too god. slow. Oh my god! It reminded me of uh, there's this one Karis one album I had that someone got for me, like you know, after his relevance. But you know, people knew I, oh. I people rapping knew I was into you know Karis one. So hey, here's sure. one of his latest albums. It's called like Life or something like that, and it had a track on there called Bling Blung. And the whole yep. track was like, you know, you remember this one, right? Bling, Hit it with blung, the bling, bling, the blung. First you feel the bling, then you feel the blung. And when the bling blung, you was gone. On, <laughs> there used to the be s- a gong show. <laughs> yeah, it used to be a gong. And when the gong gong, you was gone. And it's just like, <laughs> why does he think this is clever? Look. <laughs> <laughs> Until, like, for the longest time when we talked about, what was it, 13 and Good, I was like, that's gotta be the worst KRS-One song ever. <laughs> and then you fucking brought up goddamn Bling Blung. <laughs> I'll never forget that fucking song. It's so bad. And here he is again with the same fucking... <laughs> All you hear is, oh, and whoa, and yo! <laughs> what is he doing? I don't know! Does he think if he simplifies his flow, like, that, oh. that'll that make this a hit, you know, then the people will catch on? Because, like, well, the way it sounds, like, it just sounds like you're running out of rhymes. <laughs> so you got... Uh, Fat Lip starts it off with this goddamn kids oh, these right, days Fat bullshit. <laughs> and, of course... Because we're doing kids these days bullshit, you gotta get hip-hop's fucking curmudgeon KRS-One to shake his fist at these young kids. Hip-hop's Grinch. He is such a Grinch. And then you got fucking Fat Lip being like, uh, I'm not not gonna say it because he drops an ableist slur in his verse, but... Oh my, and you saw it coming too when you started there. It started when it departed. I'm like, oh no, Uh, it's coming. He's either going to make a fart joke or he's going to make an ableist one one way. I don't know where he's going to go. But yeah, that was bad. And it's just like, you know, the average gutless, toothless critiques of the rappers today not being too specific. Yeah, rappers don't use enough uh, old fucking uh, dr- dusty drum beats. <laughs> that's oh, what real hip hop is. That's why I'm on the, this NASA album because they got these old school beats. Like, all right, <laughs> some of them are all okay. I did actually like some of the beats on here. Um, yeah, you're right. Some of them are nice. Some uh, of them do kind of steal the show on some tracks. Um, not all of them. I really liked. The unlikely, the fucking musical odd couple that is Tom Waits and Cool Keith. Oh my god. <laughs> I had no so, idea what to expect. What a journey of a song. Ooh, man. <laughs> so, wow. we, yeah, we, we start off with fucking Cool Keith. And I just want to say this. Like, I've never, like, I like a couple of Cool Keith songs, but, like, I could never get into this guy's albums. It's just too much, like... You know what it is? He's Ghostface Killer minus a disciplined flow. Like, it's just like all the, he's doing all these random references to, like, celebrities that, like, things that clearly didn't happen. Like, I remember he, 
You know, I remember uh, he had one song called uh, Plastic World where he talks about like, oh, I, I wrote songs for Lionel Richie and, and I got Elton John mopping up my floors. I'm like, what? That's that's just so ridiculous. Like, I that clearly it sounds true. like bizarre. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, it, yeah, it's like bizarre, but but better. I would say Cool Key's better than bizarre because at least his shit sounds like, oh, I mean, he could be some Dr. Octagon ecologist. That's, yeah. You know, <laughs> he, he had his brain warped and that's why he raps like this. Like, he just came from this other dimension and so he can't fit all his words in the right way but like he's still saying something you know what i mean like but yeah so you you get the like you know just the fucking non-sequitur randomness of cool keith and then the devil fish voice himself tom waits comes in my balloon drops at midnight i was like what the fuck is going on <laughs> yo fucking, oh God, fucking slam poetry way too <laughs> close to the mic oh my, like, yeah <laughs> i, I could have done without that but <laughs> Oh my god. I wish and, he was d- delivering his fucking verse through a megaphone. Well, like on that one track, I would have thought I would have liked that better. Oh, for sure. Dude, I was thinking like, man, him and Tom Waits need to do a fucking, I mean, uh, Tom Waits and Nick Cave need to do a fucking uh, album together. Ooh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I want to mm-hmm. hear that shit. I want to hear that collab. Just fucking growl at each other for an hour. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, strange enough, which I almost liked. Um, who was that? K-O, uh... Oh, yeah, I skipped o? Strange Enough. I, I like that. So, like, it's it's this in another track where, like, the, the girls singing on these hooks just have these, like, cool goth girl voices, you know what I mean? Where it's like, these things hurt me, I sling these arrows there, and it sounds so like, oh, shit, I'm kind of rocking with this. And... But then you hear the fucking verses, and maybe you didn't know this, um, but, like, the ODB verse, that's from, like, another song. And I've heard it used in another song, like, before I heard this one. So it's just, like, as I'm listening to this, I'm like, oh, come on. And then they reuse, like, later on, like, when ODB comes back, it's it's still from that same verse from before, like, the pop shit song. So I'm just like, what? Yeah, it's so pissed me off. I really like this fucking verse. I was like, I I seriously wrote down, this is the best verse on the album to this point. (laughs) It is fucking from something else that's fucking weak. That sucks. It's so annoying. Like, I was listening to it, and the lyric was, uh, look here, more money, more problems, my ass. You a naive cat if you still believe that, for real. That's some shit trying to keep you where you at, all content, while niggas driving Bentleys and Maybachs. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I thought Fat Lip did okay, but man, there's no standing up against that fucking ODB verse. That's unfair. How, like, why well, he got washed by a, a, a reused verse. <laughs> um, another unlikely combo on track eight. Kanye West and Santa Gold. Yeah, I mean... Dude, man, I was so fucking here for Gifted. You were rocking with it? Oh, yeah. I really like that one. I really thought the beat was a fucking lot of fun. I guess I'm just not here for Kanye anymore. And this is the most him at his, look at me, I'm a douchebag, ain't it charming? And it's just like, no, it's not. Man, <laughs> you know, like... I'm the complete opposite on this one. I've, oh, really? <laughs> I've, got to, I've got to disagree. If if it didn't sound kind of freestyled, it was the, kind of the vibe I got from Kanye. Yeah, first. for sure. This track would have been a fucking five. I still give it a four and a half on this one. I really like when Kanye just sounds like he's having a good time. Like, when we were talking about Casey, how it sounds like he can't be fucking bothered, and it fucking translates. When Kanye just sounds like he's just fucking having a blast, just doing his thing, 
I, I get like it. You that, feel the energy. That comes across for me, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm here for this. And I really like Santa Gold too. I think it was just the first lyrics that just like left a bad taste in my mouth. It was like, I'm known for running my mouth. I will not be accountable for what comes out. Well, like, in 2021, lenses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But by 2009, just, what was he saying? Yeah. Fucking Beyonce yeah. should have won best album of the year or whatever. True. Like, that was like all he had done up to that point and, <laughs> right. and the George Bush thing. So. Yeah. It's colored a little differently yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> There's a party. Kind of a nothing uh, track, in my opinion. Yeah, George Clinton was on it, but it, it was Clinton, a bit messy. Char- like Char- like with a lot of these songs. Yeah, it just felt like it could have been tightened up, you know? I like the instrumental, but it just kind of felt like there really wasn't anything going on. And there was also, like, some intentionally bad singing going on. Yeah. I don't know why people do that. Like... Like to add some personality, or I, you know, why, why you what? Why are you sabotaging your own song? You know, it's like if it fits the mood, mm. and like, like if you're doing some Tom Waits shit, right? Like the <laughs> yeah. gravity of what you're saying is fitting against the track. Like then it works when it feels like it's within the energy of the track itself. But yeah, with him, it felt like his voice was just too out, and it was just too scrangly and scratchy. So it was just, it, it just wasn't enjoyable. And I've heard like. George Clinton singing on tracks like with that type of voice, but it it sounds like less disciplined here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Just a lot of things just sound like they needed tightening up, man. Uh, what was that? What you doing? I almost wanted to enjoy that song, like the way it started with the, the dialing the number for the sort of beat at the beginning. Yeah, and then you got MIA, just sort of you know, just the way her like her flow just kind of sounds like she's like hanging right off the beat of the track as she's singing the hook. You know what I mean? Like it was MIA and Santa Gold, I think. I was so disappointed. These are my first two notes. This instrumental is sick right off the bat. Very next line. Oh no, it sucks. What's going on? Why is it so bad? I couldn't fucking believe it. It was just like, you were doing so good. And then it just fucking takes a shit. I don't remember what she was saying, what the hook was. It was like that moment where I realized, oh, that's all you're doing? Now why you lie? You lie, you lie, you lie. You lie, you lie, you lie. Like, what? I was like, huh? No! I was so thrown off because I was thinking, Santa Gold, MIA, ooh, we're going to get some weird experience. We're going to hear some, like, you know, chairs breaking or some shit, like, <laughs> in the beat. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have some fun. And then it's like, oh, it's just a hook about how, like, again, it just sounds like they're trying to play for Top 40 Radio. Like, oh, it's a song about how, boy, why'd you cheat on me? Boy, you don't cheat on me. And then the verse is, is just saying that, too. It's like, oh, girl, don't be that way. You's a bitch. It's just like, what is this? And then the way the dude ends his verse, like, because the song up to this point feels like it's just like, oh, it's just a song about how, like, oh, don't cheat on me, girl. And, oh, I know that you're messing around. You know, just these type of, like, boilerplate type of songs. And, but then it's like, but with this oddly more experimental beat, but then at the end he goes like, because uh, the box they put me in, uh, they won't think past. Hey, girl, I got nooses around my neck. They're going to knock this shed from under me for reasons you'll regret. How are you going to dance? Put your leg up. Go ahead, girl. Put your leg up. And I was like, huh? I thought you were just saying I got a noose around my neck. They're going to they're gonna kick the block from under me and uh, you're going to regret it. And how can you dance? Well, you dance by put your leg up, girl. But I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And then the track after it, which 
Oh my god. You <laughs> showed me the sample where this came from before uh, before I'd heard the song. A fucking sample at the beginning of the song they decided to play, and a little bit throughout the song of someone imitating Donald Duck's uh, voice getting a blowjob. Oh. It was just I didn't need it, man. I remember hearing. Ah, it. roll the bows. No. <laughs> I remember hearing this early days of the internet, like late nineties. Oh, of course. And to hear it come up on an album from two thousand nine. I have no idea what it was doing here. It <laughs> felt like the most obscure. We found it. We thought it would be really funny. Like, and everyone's already heard it. Like, why? Well, yeah, I know. But why? <laughs> why is it here? Yeah, it's like, you might as well say, well, fucking damn Daniel, like, <laughs> in 2021. You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, okay, I guess I remember that. But... <laughs> I don't need to hear it now. What the fuck? Yeah. Samba Soul with, with Del the Fucking Um Del always holds his own. Every time, even when it's a mediocre track, I've noticed that. Or it's just like, this track is mediocre. I mean, Del's doing really good. But he just, it just see, it feels weird for him to be on this track where they're like, Samba Soul, where it's like, we're sampling Samba, but like black exploitation, like from the 70s. Because, you know, he's saying things like, oh man, out of sight, you know, like that sort of stuff. I'm just, like, not seeing how it fits together. <laughs> no, no. Um, I, I think he's capable enough, and that it was just like, well... It, you know, it, it's kind of a given that, like, well, Dell's gonna knock it out of the park. So, of course, yeah. Like, I've already put my faith in fucking M.I.A. and had my hopes dashed. Please don't <laughs> let me down, Dell. And he doesn't. And neither do Ghostface and Scarface. Oh. Where's the collab? Ghostface meets Scarface. We got Metal Face. <laughs> That's right. No, goddamn, fantastic <laughs> verses from Ghostface and Scarface. Fucking mm -hmm. killing it, knocking it out of the park. They're, they're repping their hometowns. They're like, I'm the fucking mayor uh, of yeah. the city. It, yeah, oh, look, man. And, and uh, then the guys from the Cool Kids show up. Uh, they they do their the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And make me wish that they just would have used that time to give either Ghostface or Scarface another verse, because they can't fucking hold a candle to either of no. them. Uh, then we get the NASA theme, uh, which is, it's a sample of a speech from Richard Nixon um, oh. when returning to the Andrews Air Force Base after a trip in which he visited eight countries in 12 days, according to Genius. Um, so this is just some uh, space race, 60s uh, talk. You could have either got... I guess there isn't enough audio of Kennedy, really, talking about space <laughs> exploration because yeah. he died in 63. He wasn't there long enough. <laughs> no. Wasn't there enough to really witness it, but Nixon had enough time to. So by '69, uh, you get some words from him. Unfortunately, regrettably, yeah. uh, um, staining this track. It's like having fucking <laughs> Reagan on a goddamn track. Like, yeah, you do without that. We did not sell any terrorists. Uh, terrorists any weapons? Oh wait, wait, maybe we did, but <laughs> wait, hold on a sec. I done goofed. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Um, uh, we're still cool, though, right? <laughs> really cool funky throwback beat on this one, though. I thought it was very funny that I read that NASA, like, the actual NASA, 
uh. put this song on their website at the time. Oh, <laughs> that's like, cool. hey, look, NASA's relevant in pop culture. I, I wish they would have put the NASA theme with E40 and uh, uh, Method Man instead. Oh, though. <laughs> yeah. this was the safe bet, which yeah. went on for way too long. Unfortunately, this song did yeah. not have to be four and a half minutes. We just get like repeated no, choruses didn't. for like two minutes after that fucking Nixon clip. I would have been fine with some, like, a Nixon sample, maybe some more sci-fi samples, like, on the first track, and then just have the instrumental ride it out. I didn't really need the repeated choruses. It was just kind of, felt like it was filler, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, then you get uh, Electric Flowers, Rizza Returns, uh, over this way too fucking long song. It's like five goddamn minutes. Yeah. I did really like the beat on this one again. Yeah, it was a dope beat, though. I did like uh, Nina Person on the track. Mm-hmm. Again, goth girl hours. You know what I'm saying? We was getting that nice-ass hook. Uh, fucking RZA, though. Again, his delivery leaving a lot to be desired. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, man. He just doesn't really do it for me, either. <laughs> I hate to shit on both RZA and Meth on one review, but... Yeah, they just didn't really. Wow, it for it, me. R- RZA, Meth, and ODB are on this album, and the best one is the deceased guy on this album, and and it's reused <laughs> from something else, and it's reused. God damn it! Uh this fucking album. Uh, yeah, uh, we, we got a mess to make. I thought was enjoyable enough. Uh, I thought I had a fun beat behind it. You know, that was like I could see this being the single. You know, it's appropriately titled for the album. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I did think it was a strong cut. Uh, I thought it was more forgettable, though. And it's towards the end. Like, I'm already kind of... I'm already calling for the check. I got two Fat Lip songs coming up. I'm like... Oh, my God! <laughs> two in a row. He's like, just when you thought it was safe, I'm back to barely rhyme words with safe... <laughs> Like, oh my god. Dude, when he says that one line right before the beat, uh, when the beat drops out before it comes back in, and one time he says, like, uh, uh, he says, so, like, nobody can top me. I want to flop, so producer, drop me. And I was like, um. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> After hearing his album about how he has writer's block and how he's, like, failing and got kicked out of the group and, you know, he's, like, walking around Los Angeles feeling like a hobo and, like, he can't get a break. Like, and then he, he comes on this track saying, yo, I want to flop. <laughs> so producer dropped it just like just colored it even darker just like how do you not know like that, yeah. that sounds bad <laughs> and then we got the ultimate um fat lip and gift of gab i thought this was a really strong cut to end the album on at the very yeah, least good way to end it, yeah um overall i ended up with a three and a half uh i gave it a two and a half <laughs> Earlier, I mentioned I wanted to check Metacritic, and unfortunately, I couldn't find a Metacritic review score for the Casey Veggies album. But I did come across a Pitchfork review of this album we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. Would you like to guess, without looking up, what Pitchfork gave this album out of 10? Oh, let me guess. 10 out of 10 best experimental thing. See, you know, he uses, like, Kanye West, but, like, you know, it's not like your everyday hip-hop, because they're mixing it up, so so that's why this has got to be, like, the best album ever, something like that, right? 1.6. Oh! 
Hosanna! Pitchfork kind of has a reputation of being way too cool for the room up the own ass. 1.6? Come on, man! It's not that bad! Jesus! Look, I look at the comment section. When we get new comments in, I read them. I have a reputation of being too harsh on albums sometimes. Never again will I allow it on this podcast when Pitchfork is out here giving 1.6s? No fucking way. Basically, their critique comes down to the fact that they flipped through their Rolodex and called all the famous friends they could to try to make, you know, uh, like a, a big old album that's more of like a spectacle than anything, and it ultimately just, like, isn't anything. And I guess they took more umbrage with it being a mess. Like, I thought it had charm. I guess they just didn't really see any of that appeal. Very I mean, I surprising. See, like, just stepping back from the album and looking at it as a whole, it's just like... There is so much that's me- that's messy that even the songs that like you probably like the most, it's like you'd still wish it was like finished though, <laughs> you know. Like I-, I will give Pitchfork this that they end their review by saying, "And as for the impression of Donald Duck busting a nut that someone does at the end of Opato, I can't imagine that ever looked good on paper." Yeah, I'll agree with you there. I saw on YouTube it said it was Robin Williams on Howard doing it. I don't think... I don't know if that's true. I think if it was Robin Williams, I would have known. The sound quality itself sounded bad, so I imagined it had to have been older than that. And people doing Donald Duck impressions? Like, I don't think people were doing Donald Duck impressions on Howard. And especially Robin Williams. I think he's a bit above that. Yeah, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm on Howard Stern, I got a show to promote. Oh, I better right? bust out that Tunnel Duck impression, I'll knock him dead. The Hollywood's been talking about it. <laughs> the, the one impression you didn't pull off for the Aladdin movie, we gotta hear it. <laughs> they cut it from Aladdin, I insisted. <laughs> that That's the real reason why, why uh, Robin Williams didn't show up in uh, Aladdin 2. Was that he did the Donald Duck getting a blowjob talking to all Al. And the producers at Disney thought it was too spicy. So he was like, oh, well, I'll take my business elsewhere. The artistic integrity of my act will not be blemished by this fucking hackery of Disney. (laughs) Thank you very much for checking us out. Thank you very much for spending your day with us, or at least an hour of it. We definitely appreciate it. A big thanks for requesting albums for us to review on the show. We got to talk about this at least uh, briefly because we haven't really addressed it on the show. We kind of discussed it between episodes. We're uh, we're going to be putting a freeze on the requests in a bit. We're giving folks a chance to get some last minute um, under the wire requests in for an admittedly steep price um, because we're not telling you not to request the albums, but in a way discouraging it because we we need people to slow down because we really do (laughs) want you to slow down but we also do enjoy and appreciate your support obviously so we're not going to tell you straight up no but we're only going to accept a few more before we put a temporary freeze on the requests we are um we're pretty high up there last we counted we're about at 60 and the goal going forward is to be around 30 so It's going to be a minute 
before we can get to that point, it'd be a weight off our shoulders. Like, it's a very daunting list. And it's kind of scary seeing that many, because you never know what's going to happen. Like, will we make 30 more episodes? <laughs> That's kind of a thing. Like, I, I don't want to get too real with everybody, but it does get scary about, like, I do want to honor these requests. And if there's too many, it does get a little scary and intimidating of, like, I don't want to let these people down. Like, it's going to be a while. So that's where we're going to try to slow it down. Slow it way down. I'm not going to, like, I don't like, uh, I mean, you know, people text and be like, hey, when's it coming up? But I, I don't like that feeling of people texting me. Be like, when's it coming up? Because then it's like, ah, oh, crap, yeah, we do need to get through these. You know what I mean? Like, I had the feeling of like, and I hate, like, I know why people want to test because, you know, there are so much. But at the same time, it's like, I hate that feeling because, like, we literally can't make it go faster. Like, so, yeah, we're, we're we're trying to do it through this way. And also, like, clearly, I mean, one person recently made, like, three requests <laughs> and put it in. And I was like, okay, well, clearly we can up this a little bit more if someone's willing to pay for three in a row. That's a very good point. We are taking a week off coming up for your birthday, so... We've, oh yes, we've taken some some weeks off here, and we've been a little inconsistent with the schedule. So, and, and if anyone would like to, uh, you know, uh, donate to your boy for his birthday, you know, if you're just feeling generous like that, you know, if you're like, man, you've given us so much, what what can I give to you, Rap Critic? Well, on my birthday, you could give me money <laughs> to my PayPal, <laughs> and that is a thing. Also, our Kofis are still going to be open. Our Patreons oh, yeah, are still sure. going to be open. So even if the price is a bit steep for now or once the requests uh, freeze and you're not able to get a request in for, like, I'll be honest, for a few months, you can still help us out directly by going to our uh, Kofis and Patreons. The links yeah. are in the uh, link trees in the description. So you can head over there yeah. and give as much or as little as you want on there, mm -hmm. you know? Just, yeah, just to lay out and make sure people know, like, yeah, it's a, it's $1 per episode created on my Patreon, so, and that's ongoing for every episode I see, but you get to see the episodes early, and you get to join the Discord uh, that's on the, the Patreon Discord and get to talk with other fans, and, we, mm. you know, we play music and talk about stuff, so, yeah, uh, definitely give it that, act like you want it, uh, so that's, do the Patreon for the ongoing and for the one-time donations, like, like I said, we're slowing down on the request, but, you know, you can still give money. Uh, yeah. yeah, you can go to, go to our Kofi's, like your boy said, uh, Kofi.com slash Gordoff or e either one of our individual ones. Cause mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're all doing individual stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, just any way you feel like you want to support us or just, you know, tell other people about us. You know what I'm saying? Like straight up and down, like that helps so much. If you're just like, yo man, uh, you know, you happen to be talking to your friend and you're like, oh man, that track was some bullshit. That album was some bullshit. Hey, you know who uh, validates your opinions? Cause you know, that's how the internet works. It's all about validating your opinion. Uh, the Going Off Podcast. <laughs> but that does do it for this week. And until next time for going off it's been your boys muse and i'm rap critic and go team venture bah, 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 bah.